This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for being with us wherever you're listening in. Maybe you're over at AMI.ca where you can stream the program as you can listen in to AMI-audio right from there. Radio Player Canada, a great app in which to get on your smart device to listen in to Kelly and Company. Here weekdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern with the first repeat of the show at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Well, as we do on Mondays, Rummy and I like to welcome in Brock Richardson from the Neutral Zone who brings us the headlines. As a former athlete, I eat, sleep, and breathe everything sports. I'm Brock Richardson. Join me every Monday for your weekly sports highlights and our take on the weekend action. All right, ready, set, go. They hear that enough in sports. Brock, what is your leadoff? Well, I have two leadoff items for you guys that are baseball Blue Jays related, but sort of unrelated to their weekend. So we'll kick it off in that regard. First of all, I would like to send out a big congratulations to uh, Jamie Campbell, who won uh, the Sports Media Pres- Presidents Award, which is really good. I think this goes to a um, broadcaster who's done a great work on uh Television, it's kind of a mixed bag of different things that can be uh, given out for, so that's cool. I Guys, I can't think of a better um, broadcaster with all that we've heard with him having leukemia and battling through that, and he uh, bleeds Blue Jays. He's been around uh, for a long time on uh, Sportsnet, and so this is a uh, real good achievement, and it's somebody that I would love to uh, chat with, and I kind of look up to him because even though he's gone through his health issues, he's still behind the mic as often as possible and really kind of bleeds for the Blue Jays. So congratulations to Jamie and all that he's accomplished in sports and with the Blue Jays. Wow, you talk about a versatile um, host, uh, someone who who can do a few things at the same time there, control, the uh, filling the airtime, but makes it seem so... Simple and going from one thing to another, so together you never feel you know panicked like he's lost or anything like that. Uh, real fedoras off, definitely to Jamie Campbell. Yeah, and it's I remember one of the things that sticks out to me with Jamie is that he uh, came in as part of the broadcast when there was that whole seventh inning debacle that took place in the uh, in in the in the playoff game in the wild card against the Orioles years back. And uh, he was kind of the calming presence uh, during one of the updates, you know, saying this is not what we expect from Canadians. And so he's always just sort of the voice of reason as, as I look oh, at yeah, Jamie. And all, uh, when all the stuff was being thrown on the field. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah in the Texas was, series, wasn't it? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's the Texas right. Texas series, right? During the, I don't know the why famous I was bat thinking, flip and all that time. Yes, I don't know why I was thinking Baltimore, but yeah. Um Texas, that's the one we were referring to. And he just it was always the calming uh the calming presence, and that's one of the things that sticks out in my mind with Jamie Campbell just always being there and part of the furniture as sometimes you often hear <laughs> expression used. Um my second item is just to let this audience know that Blue Jays tickets go on sale for the playoffs 
this coming Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, if you're looking for accessible seating, please be aware that phones is not your option. You need to go online to get your tickets. This is not my favorite thing to bring because no. I don't find I don't find that getting seats online is very accessible. I understand that the general public will say, "Oh, it's easy, it's faster." It's all well and good, but in this case, I think they're missing the boat on this one a bit, Cal. Yep. Well, uh, that to me is a, it's an insult. It's a a community that for some of us screen readers may be a problem for some people using your agility with your hands, whatever it might be, to suggest for a moment that's your only option to get accessible seats. Uh, gee, folks, um, instead of having four ways for everybody else to do it, why would you ever leave persons with disabilities or needing accessible needs one way? Just ridiculous from you. And their whole arg- their whole argument is that well. We're doing this for everybody. Everybody's getting their tickets online, and so we're just trying to make everyone feel yeah, as one. Yeah, but other people can call in, too, though. Yeah. Unless they're blanking that out for everyone, and maybe they are, Brock. Maybe it is only, yeah. but I can't imagine that. Why would you ever do that if it's someone's choice to sit on hold for 20 minutes? Anyway, we digress. Right. Yeah. Yeah, as we move from, you know, technologically or just convenient speaking, from one way of doing things to another, we often just take everybody to that new route, like you're saying, Kels, but uh, not realizing, yeah, and not realizing that accommodations means that you keep other ways open, right? That's the the whole point. Uh, Guys, we've chatted about, mm -hmm, go ahead. The the first thing that happens all the time when you call Ticketmaster nowadays is that you go immediately into the... um, you know, the automated system and it's yeah. very hard to find your way into the accessible seating. And that's, I think this is what they're trying to get away from doing. I just think they've missed the boat, but anyway, we shall digress on this it. topic. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll move on, but it, they can reduce volume. Doesn't mean that they got to push everybody off of some things that, that, that are absolutely mandatory for them. So guys, we've chatted about the Phoenix Suns being in the news and not for good reason. Uh, and you have an update for us. I actually have a two-part update. So the first part is the bit of older news, and the second part is the newer news of this. Adam uh, Robert Sarver, pardon me, has made the move to sell uh, both the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, who are part of the WNBA. I don't think this comes as any surprise to anybody. I think this is the best decision for the organization. And the part of the news that came out just a few minutes before I came on was that uh, the general manager, head coach, and Chris Paul, the athlete of the organization, have all come out and said that this is the right decision to be made. Um, They support the decision. The dynamics between front office and athletes have been a very taxing situation lately. So everybody's in support of this. And I think whether it was his own decision or a decision that was pressured upon him, he's made the right decision irregardless in making the move to sell the team. Okay. We'll see what the price is as we're always monitoring that when it comes to movement like this. Um, There's something in Major League Baseball that's been bothering you. What is it? Yes. uh, This one's been bothering me for quite a bit of time, and it's bothered me. It bothered me more this weekend. Um, you know that little box we see in the strike zone that 
the <laughs> commentators we go to replay and they show it and it's high and it's inside and it's outside and this is what we see. So well, this is to that- express, Ramya, where the ball is when they call it a strike. So we can mm-hmm. see if the umpire's wrong or right as an audience. <laughs> In real time. In, In real, real time. time. You, yeah. you can see where, where the ball hits. So he, here's the thing. We can all see that the umpires are sometimes right and sometimes wrong. My problem is there's nothing saying that this strike zone is 100% accurate. No. So I think I think fans get kind of stuck in a situation where it's like, well, the strike zone said XYZ and so therefore the little it's box right said XYZ. Exactly, right? And so this to me is something that I just sit there and I think, okay, yes, we can acknowledge <laughs> it was high, it was low, it was inside, it was out. But it's not foolproof. It's not 100% accurate. It's a box that gives you a uh, ballpark, pardon the pun, idea as to where the strike zone is. It does not mean it's 100% accurate. Yes, we can all get frustrated with umpires. Yeah, that's all well and good. I'm happy to get frustrated with umpires. But understand that it's not 100% accurate. And so even though this box is a unique tool, I actually think it does a disservice to the umpires because it's not 100% accurate, much like the umpires. So this is I just got really frustrated <laughs> over the Is it just to the get week. the attention on uh, like us being able to engage? I think it you is. Know, is it when you, when you say it that way, the engaging, yeah. Because at the end of the day, Brock, really, it's been there to make us feel like we can make that call that we do at home regardless if it's mm-hmm. there. Or if you're in the stadium 500 feet away from the from the, from the from home plate, you're still, that looked like a ball to me. I've got perfect vantage point. Like, we all have our own opinion, just like the umpire, just behind home plate. Right? Might be too much power, yeah. though. And every umpire is going to have a different strike zone, and that strike zone changes through the game based on the size of the person, the weather, the lighting. They're human. Their mood. Like, let's not not forget their their mood mood. is part of it, too. Right? And it's just, and and I mean, I look at this, and I I do, and I never thought about this until you brought it up, Ramya, is that is it for engagement? Yeah, and it's It's for us to have... This You're conversation already engaged. right We're now. Getting so upset the, about it. Yeah, my frustration, and this is exactly <laughs> well, what they and want. It's also show off graphics, man. The, the quite frankly, it's whoever set up the square, <laughs> you know, back there at Sportsnet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, yeah. and 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 again, what it's great for is good stories from the ex players that'll tell you about you know making a comment to the umpire and the umpire is saying. Who's calling the game? You let me call the game or you're out. (laughs) And I don't care how far out of the zone the ball is. Exactly. All right. We'll see how many other people um, feel the way Brock feels about this. But this year, Brock, Major League Baseball has an extended playoff format focusing on the wild card round specifically. So the three games will be played at the same venue over one weekend. Um, Can you tell us why this is happening? And do you expect it to remain this way for years to come? This has happened. This format of it being in the same venue is happening because of the lockout and how much they had to uh, condense it. Um, This is the reason this is happening. Will the playoff format stick? Yes. Do I think that the uh, one team will play at the same ballpark? I hope so, because I kind of like it where it's like, well, 
earn your way, earn home field. This is what we all play for. We play 162 games, earn your home field. Everything I'm hearing and understanding is that this is just simply for this year only to reduce travel and not to have the World Series played in mid-November where you might have colder weather and or snow depending on where it is. So no, I don't expect it to stay this way, but it's not yet confirmed. It's just everybody talking about what may or may not happen in the future. Enjoy your Blue Jay watching this week as they begin the Great Series with the Yankees after having a Mediocre, um, but still keeping ahead of the Rays over the weekend. I think that's all we can ask for. Brock, thanks a lot, pal. Thank you. Brock Richardson hits us with the latest sports updates on Monday. Plus, check out him and the gang on the Neutral Zone, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time here on AMI-audio. Available also as a podcast and on YouTube as a video podcast coming out tomorrow. Up next, Stephen Scott, host of Double Tap, shares behind-the-scenes insights on running a very successful tech show on AMI-audio. We'll be right back with him after this. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.